you kidding me right now? We're going. This is the High Button Podcast. Look at you. You made it through the... Well, I guess it's not that hard to make it through the weekend. But, you know, you're grinded through another week. It's Monday, November 20th. Uh, today's episode brought to you by ProLineStadium.com. Atlantic Canada's only 100% legal sports betting destination and also your home for great promos all year round. Right now, get $10 when you wage your $20 or more on any sport on ProLine or Stadium Bets. Light up the scoreboard with $50 on parlay tokens each week now all the way until November 26. Tokens must be used by December 31st, 2023. Make your picks today and earn your free play tokens and you could play to win at ProLineStadium.com or download the ALC app. Must be 19 years of age or older. Please play responsibly. I don't know what's better than a Monday morning podcast. Juices are flowing. Tons of stories from the weekend. The boys are back from PEI. Uh, Tons to talk about. Real excited. I'm here. Dudes is here. Jeff here, in-house podcast. This is the High Button Podcast. Here we go. You know what comes next. That's it. We're going. The fact that you get to wake up and uh, not you, I guess me, the guy talking. The fact that we, uh, how did I start that? Get to wake up. The fact that we get to wake up and uh, talking to some microphones and have people on the other end listen fellas and make a living it's pretty good it's a good time it's fun and uh we're we're fortunate it's great you know we're happy we're, we're healthy we're alive hockey's whoo hockey's fun and hockey's going what 9 a.m the leafs 9 a.m the leafs game was on the other day sunday morning yep just uh you know you you, you can't ask for much more from life right now it's great and uh I'm having fun, and I hope you guys are too. So without uh, further ado, fellas, how was the week for you? How did the weekend treat you? We're here Monday morning. Dudes, we'll start with you. Um, Busy weekend. It was uh, a dance competition, so anyone that knows me listening knows that I do do these at time to time, but shorter one, still gassed after because it's a... Yeah, you work hard on those. It's your, a late finish. Your routines are... Yeah, and it's not so much the physical side of it. It's the mental aspect, and I was fortunate enough to have Wig with me up in... Oh, it was a duo. It was a duo, yeah. So him and I just went section for section, right? So it, it kind of evens out. But uh, no, man, I'm, you know, post, uh, post-dance post shit show, as like I like to call it. I so. think people think that you are dancing, like, in it. Like I. Oh, wouldn't that be funny? Oh, well, that's what I said. Oh, it was a duo. And you... <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a duo, technically. We just didn't dance. Well, we did, but not on stage. Um, but yeah, no, I'm good. Um, I got to watch boys' streams all weekend, which really helps you get through that, because no offense to dance. It's just not my bread and butter. I do enjoy it a lot more now than i used to um but to have something like the leafs game on at 9 a.m for example and then you guys had the bunch of streams and pei really helps you get through the day so good overall go jeff yeah i know it was a good weekend obviously we were up in pei yesterday me and one other guy luke one of our cpa interns who's killing it and um mm-hmm. uh, yeah it was it was fun it was kind of a it was a bit of a weird one for me because last year you cut back and it was me doing the six games or the five games on the regular rink and you guys going to the other rink mm-hmm. and then you cut to a year later neither of you were there luke's doing the five games and then i'm the one going to the other rink and kind of keeping an eye on it so a bit of a full circle mm-hmm. weekend for me but everything went off without a hitch i love that island man the people are good maybe not at the beginning people weren't the best to us because we were just those guys with the cameras yeah. but now it's just full-on atlantic canada hospitality oh high button guys are here okay well marlene who's running yes, you know she, she gets the food she gets you the roster she makes sure you guys are good just that 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 grandmother love hospitality is something that you can't replace and pei brings that uh pei brings that again and again and again for us because how many man so many tournaments out in PEI. Oh. So just count. I can't even name them right now, all top of my head. But the, the the hospitality every time you go to PEI is great, and the internet's good too, which helps. <laughs> it certainly does help us. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> and it's just nice you can work a lot freely, knowing uh, you're going into a situation where people aren't breathing over your neck in terms of like creative freedom. Like you can just go in, you know what you can uh, set up, you know uh, what you can say, you know what you're streaming, and it's just kind of nice to relax and know that everything you're doing is gonna go fine. Real nice. Yeah, it is for good sure. Good times. But no, it looked good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know it all worked out. And another early bird in the books, pretty That's much. Right. I think that is that the third year? Did you guys do it one year before I came on? 
two years mm-hmm. before. Uh, so we did it last year, and then we did it the uh, year before as yes. well. Okay, the so first year was year. you, him, and Mark. Mark. Mark drove oh you guys God, up. Was it? Yep. So same thing. Jeez. I was in a dance comp, blah, blah, blah. But I actually got to do it last year, which was nice. But it definitely did look good. The yeah, it did. It looked up great. A bit, yeah. for sure. Um, nice for me. I really didn't do too much this weekend. It was nice. I sat back and just watched the NHL, then watched our streams. Didn't tune into the dance. Sorry, dudes. I should have. My bad. Um, <laughs> one weekend. Uh, sorry, one thing I took away from this weekend. Willie Nylander is a rock star. <laughs> and I know Jeff and I, we've talked about this before, how we make the NHL more popular. How do we do it? How do we engage more eyeballs to maybe people that haven't seen the game of hockey before? How does this get accomplished? You got to bring whoa, whoa, whoa. You got to bring rock stars like Willie Nylander in there. He was on a talk show with a, a wife beater. Yep. Wife beater on? Yeah, it was a little bit more dressy than a wife beater, but it's like you are from here, you go white beater. It was like a G. Remember those G unit white beaters they used to wear back in the day, like the thick arms on? It was like oh, one of yeah. those ones. And he's talking to an international superstar like Madison Beers, flirting with her on national TV, wearing a white beater. Just, you know, not the most crazy story, but that's yeah. kind of what I'm talking about. That's that's how you kind of get eyeballs from Hollywood to look, okay, what's going on in hockey? Who's this blonde Swedish dude wearing the white beater on a talk show <laughs> talking to Madison Beers? It, it has nothing to do with hockey, but at the end of the day, it gets eyeballs to the NHL, we're calling it. So, you know, just an overall superstar. And you think, I know for myself, if I was, if you had that much publicity that week, you'd be a little distracted. You wouldn't, playing hockey would... Oh kind of be in the backseat you're in your hometown you're you're the man for the next three days well, he's the man regardless and uh then you actually have to go play but he played incredibly well arguably he's the best player in the nhl right now arguably you could say that on twitter the hottest the hottest well, well yeah okay sure hottest player yeah hottest mm-hmm. i like that because he's not the best he's no. the hottest right he's on a streak yeah just <laughs> just overall uh just an overall uh hell of a performance over these past he was, they were there for like what a week almost i think they said they landed on monday mm-hmm. their last game was sunday so they were there for yeah seven days and that seven days is no uh walk in the park that's distractions they went to a movie premiere they went to a bunch of stuff other than playing i think two games they only played there i think so yeah so to be able to actually perform if you're willie nylander and come up with the ot winner in sunday and actually promote the game promote himself promote his country promote the white beater like it's just uh, hats off because I don't think a lot of people walking around in this this place that we call Earth would be able to accomplish that with all the uh, the media attention on you. So so bravo, Willie, you're a rock star. So party like a rock star, because uh, yeah, he pulled it off. That's all I gotta say about Willie. I'll just jump in on that. The first thing I'll say is that was the first time his grandmother got to see him play live. Yes. In the NHL, of course, not in his life. So that's a cool feel good part of the story. Um, the wife beater thing that you said. I imagine you'll see some people trying to pull that look off in the I, next little bit. It's like, a, you know, it's like when a new song comes out and you see an Instagram post and it's always the like hottest lyric yeah, yeah. as their post. Um, I was on Amazon this morning looking up white beater. <laughs> Willie Nylander. Trying to, too cold in the basement. I can't wear it in the studio. That's but. an undershirt. Yeah. <laughs> um, but to say what what you said is is absolutely bang on, man. They like a lot of the publicity from this week in Sweden, the global series, they're calling it, um, wasn't necessarily the plays or the highlights it was what was going on behind the scenes. And yeah. I know the Leafs do a good job of doing that, but um, for him to come up with performances like that, like you said, being distracted, because like you said, hometown, you know, it's the first time he's getting to play at the NHL level with his Leafs in, mm. in his hometown. He, I think he spent like 30K on tickets or something. But the video that I did see that you're, I think you're referencing there with him with the beater and the, the, the older ladies like grabbing his muscles and saying how muscular it is, and it had to be... Um, translated in subtitles from what I saw. Yeah. And he, he, the way he handled himself, because that could be a weird moment, right? Very. Like, this, she's not even, like, really talking to him. She's just, like, marveling over, like, oh, you're so strong, like, all this stuff. And then he kind of deflects, and he's like, yeah, I got a bunch of my teammates here, and they're just, like, sitting in the front row, like, no, 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 don't do that. But they laugh. So for those guys to go over there from Sweden and, like, Yaron Croak and, and those kind of guys on the Leafs and both teams, was uh, it was cool, man. But Willie, he's on a heater, man. You said he's on a streak. 17 games he's got a point in every game that to start the season his next contract is gonna be high well they say so every shift high. that he plays that they don't sign him as another million dollars basically or every game oh my god you know? if you're willie nylander's agent right now there you're just sitting there smoking a cigar <laughs> counting benjamins yeah. you're just going what's it gonna be 
100 mil, 150 mil. It's just you're 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 grinning ear to ear right now if you're Willie Nylander if you're in his circle because you're getting paid. You're Mm -hmm. getting the big bucks. He's playing unbelievable. And he's doing the right things too. Like not that this matters, but like there was a couple practices ago on Twitter. You know, he helped pick up the pucks. I don't know if he does that all the time, but he's mm-hmm. he's doing the right things. And I don't know if that's because he wants a big contract or not. I don't know if that's in his character. But you just see the little things that he's doing correctly away from the game. Mm-hmm. You know, he's done nothing but promote hockey and the Toronto Maple Leafs this past week. And if you're Gary Bettman and you're the GM of Toronto and you're looking at that, you're going, this guy's helping hockey and the Leafs. Got to pay him, and he's performing. Yeah, exactly. That's not even a question now if he's performing or not. He is performing, so you just leave that aside. What else is he doing to make this big money? Scary, scary times if you're the Leafs. <laughs> the other thing I will scary say, times. not to throw shade on the whole situation, but you read a lot, of, a lot of rumblings about trying to, like, the global series, you're trying to make it more global, more more viewers from around the world, and then they – they black it out regionally. So, like, that's always been an issue, and I know it's an an NHL issue, but, like, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Like, I'm thinking, you know, from our standpoint, what we really thrive to or strive to do is allow people to watch that can't be there or can't be close. And I know it's streaming and it's the NHL, and it's completely different, but if you're trying to promote, like you say, then you just offer these games for the week. You know, they're 9 a.m. They're at random times. They're like 12 lunchtime, which is great for people like us. Yeah. But like, what are you doing blocking the games out? People got to pay extra to watch games in Sweden. Like, come on. Come on, Gary. It's a whole different ball game over there. They're, they're you know, like it's, do you see the lineups getting in the rink? It was nuts. No. Were they big? Yeah, yeah man. They play sold out. The rinks are cool. It's, that it's rink European was European atmosphere. Like, do you see the ceiling in the rink? It yes. was to outer space. It was huge. It was massive. That's, and they go straight up. Yeah. Like kind of like the Colisee in yeah. Quebec, but, but newer. Yeah. And it's just like, it's a whole different view and, and scope of the game. And there's no reason for us, like anybody that was a hockey fan would have watched that game if they had it on or one of those games. That's just, it's a fact, but yeah. you can't because they only you have to pay extra to watch a couple games in Sweden at nine in the morning. There's it's been ridiculous. some great hockey on lately, some real good hockey. Like the, there's been times where the NHL has definitely not been the most entertaining product, but this year, for some reason, I've just been glued to the TV. What was I watching the other day randomly? Columbus, uh, Philly. Yesterday. Yeah, was that yesterday? Yeah. Great game. Couple <laughs> fights. Just like, just unbelievable. Just, just great, great back and forth scoring, young talent. It had everything I was looking for in terms of an entertainment uh, value. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. But uh, that's exactly what the NHL needs. That and then Willie Nylander and the wife beater talking to Madison Beers in Sweden. It helps. It most certainly does. It helps a lot. <laughs> that's the only thing you're seeing on the internet right now. So You know? There you go. Like, it just, that's, I don't know. Maybe people are listening to us. Maybe, 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 maybe you're Gary's... not watching the Oilers. <laughs> I was on a flow. Why'd you guys bring the Oilers? <laughs> I was zooming. Keep going, keep going. I was dialed. I was... Okay, no, you want to talk about the <laughs> No, no, I don't. But you're just saying that there's great hockey being played. Well, there is. Well, so Edmonton's was... on too late. Anyone that knows me, like, I'm in bed by Yeah, night. true. More more of a Columbus guy. It's all right. Well, no, it, it was just on. Yeah, fair enough. But uh, I don't know. I'm having a great time. I'm grinning ear to ear. And some high-button sports teams are winning. That's right. Kidding me? Just talking about the early bird. Who won at the early bird, Jeff? Well, the high-button Halifax Hawks, that's U15 right. AA, pulling home another victory. So that's a team we stream every Tuesday night mm-hmm. in the Centennial on our main high-button channel. And it's nice to see them out in PEI. Got to talk to our guys out there. Shout out to Farlsey out there, the <laughs> coach, everyone. And, uh, yeah, brought home a bit. It was a good game, too. Good game. 2 nothing to finished? Yeah, I think so. Maybe 2-1. Or, yeah, maybe it was 2 nothing with it over time. But it was intense in there, man. Yeah. It was intense, and it was loud in that, good in that crowd? Cody Banks Arena. Great crowd, man. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah, so it was nice to see them win. And then, obviously, another big win at the Monctonian. So That's right. The high-button team's firing away. Who won at the Monctonian? Tell Basin them a little Armada. bit. There you go. Basin Armada. There how you long go. have you been streaming the Armada for? Three years. So how good does this feel for you? Feels great. Feels great. Taking, up, <laughs> taking down an Ontario prep school, a team that went undefeated on their way to the finals, wow. to play the Armada in the finals and then lose in double overtime just kind of shows the level that Basin Armada are bringing. And, you know, last year was a bit of a down year for them throughout the season. They didn't make it to the playoffs and ice jam, blah, blah, blah. But then they ended up winning provincials. They came in this right. year with a great team. And now 
they've got a Monctonian championship under the belt. So riding that right into the second half of the season. So congrats to the Armada, of course, Jamie Stone, running that team for since Years. I think the beginning. Out of boy Jamie, congrats. Yes. It's good. It was winners. good to see. You know, a couple winners. Steel Subaru making the U18 finals. Right. A little bit of heartbreak in there. You got to mix that in as well. But a great run for Steel Subaru. Mm-hmm. Excited to see where they are. Right? Yeah, Atl- the Ice hosting, Jam hosting Atlantics too. That's hosting right. Atlantics. Ice Jam right around the corner oh, in their backyard. The yeah, baby. It's a good time to be a Steel Subaru, regardless of yesterday's result. And a great time to be an Armada. I want to go back to Armada really quick. There is no better feeling than beating an out of Atlantic uh, Canada province team, especially yep. in the finals. Correct. I don't know if I've ever beaten a, an Ontario BC team in my minor lacrosse or hockey dudes you might know better than i but i'm pretty sure i've never beaten an ontario or bc team at a tournament you beat a quebec team because you scored the overtime winner in midget oh yeah i did yes you did the f- oh yeah see dudes that's yeah, why, that's why you're i'm here, here. yeah right? yeah, exactly. yeah i know my role i remember i got that <laughs> it went top left but it bounced off like four bodies and went top left and <laughs> everyone's like justin like how'd you put it top left i'm like i just put it there i just sniped it, it just went right there but really because back then there's no streaming yeah. no one's seeing it yeah it's <laughs> just boom yeah top left so in my head it top left ot winner oh. and i remember when we won sorry i'm gonna go back to our mod here in a second oh, yeah. we won like our parents, because it was a Sunday afternoon game and we still got to drive back from Quebec. Mm-hmm. And I remember like some of the parents just weren't happy <laughs> that we had to play another game because the next team we played, who was. We ended up Belt- playing Detroit Bell Tire. Detroit Bell Tire yeah, at the who Gatineau, were, who were just, they were basically an NHL team. Mm-hmm. Like they, we had no business being on the, but they were all older than us. Yeah, they were, they like, were like you, they were U18 still, but it was like at that point for us, the, uh, the league was less 17 year olds and more 15, mm-hmm. 16. So like, and they were like almost a lot of their guys went on to like play higher and like college and like the development program and stuff like they were fucking good, man. Like, I don't even know. I think Wigs were uh, the only goal and we we barely touched the puck. No, I was going to say, like, so we can't the first period. The, the, the message in the room was if you don't if you come off the ice, you have to hit someone. If you don't hit someone, you can't come off the ice. That was like the rule because we knew we had no business huh. being in them. So if you didn't hit if you didn't hit someone. Our coach would just be like, oh, keep the door shut. You got to go hit someone. Then you can come off. It was nuts. <laughs> but really? there's a reason, oh, though. Yeah. Is because, well, because oh, yeah, it just because it's not the way, it's not, you can lose like that. That's okay, right? Because we still played hard, but it's the way they were going about things. Mm. Like they'd go Americans. up like eight nothing, and then they'd go by and they'd give us like little sellies by the bench. And like we were a really, really tight group that year. So like anything like that would have really sent us off the rails. So instead of us going out there and greasing people, which we ended up doing anyways, but the coaches tried to nip it in the ass and he was fed up with it too. Cause it was, it wasn't the right way to do things like, and so he was just like, listen, boys, no one comes off until I don't care if you touch the puck, but no one comes off until you throw a hit. And we ended up having like 11 guys in the box at one point. It was insane. Yeah, it was a short bench at the end of the game. Cause they were chirping up, like, make me a big Mac meal. And I'm like, Aww. we're a hockey team sponsored by a restaurant. We're not the restaurant employees. You idiots, you know, like just, but little things like that. Well, that irritate you. Sick jersey, so anyway, that's all to say you scored back. the overtime winner, right? Yeah. I remember my dad called me. He's like, so how to go in? And I was like, top left, sniped it to this day. He still thinks it was top left. You know, will never know unless he's listening. But also fun fact, but, now that I remember okay. that team had 17 or 14 Q draft picks that year. Yeah, It was like Darcy. No, it wasn't Darcy. Yeah, that was PEI. They were that intrepid. to get that was like, uh, he played for the Mooseheads. One of the guys there was it wasn't uh, uh, the first overall guy to the Mooseheads back then. Oh, Cal- uh, uh, oh Champini. Yeah, Champini. Luca. Was he on that Luca team? Uh, no, I don't think he was on that. There team. was a, there was someone that played on the Mooseheads that year on that team. That the next year they played. Yeah. Either way, but we had no business winning the game. <laughs> nah. Well, that's the thing. I just, I just remember getting off the ice and you're looking at you're looking for smiles. Yeah. And I just looked at the parents and they were just shaking their head, not at me, but just they're happy. But they're like, happy, yeah. but like it's Sunday. They're all hung. They're, we got to drive back to Nova Scotia from Quebec now. <laughs> instead of getting back at like eight o'clock at night, we're getting back at midnight. Mm, yeah. And it's just like anyway. I just remember that biggest goal of my life. Uh, the reason I remember <laughs> no, the no reason I remember it so clear was because I got sat for the overtime because I took a penalty late in the third, so I had such a good view of his goal so that you're you're welcome thank you for getting sat <laughs> now appreciate that's probably why i was on i'll do just sit and belly go <laughs> anyways back to the armada yeah well back to the armada it's such a sweeter victory knowing that you're beating an out of province uh, mm-hmm. uh team especially you said a prep they're a prep school apparently yeah yeah it like so that's that. like a private school beating a public school is basically what you're telling me it's not quite yeah. on those that level i don't think at that age group but regardless out of town 
bigger market. Ontario. Prep school. Armada's just like a, they're a new league even. Wow. Right? So yeah. to even come and up with that. And they play like those same teams because it's like, it's an Atlantic league. So it's like, it's not like the U15 and U18. It's like the U15 and 18 where they're bringing in like a lot of other teams. Yeah. They basically got to work to bring in other teams because they're playing against them all year. Yeah. So it is a big deal for the first time to bring in some new blood. Mm. And then that team to like, you know play pretty well, beat everyone else, and then not be able to pull it off and double overtime. Chris Brill. Oh, yeah, nasty, Sally, nasty goal. One of the best goal scorers on high-button broadcasts yep, in the past few years, and uh, it was just good to see. I was happy for the kid, for sure. That's awesome. Me and Luke, were, me and Luke were, go, were pretty happy. We were celebrating yeah. up there at PEI. <laughs> Too bad for kids. Too bad for um, The Monktonian's no joke to win. Let's just add that in there. Like, yeah, cool, it's a tournament win. People might hear it like that, but... Like, for example, we talked about this before. The U16, there was 12 teams, if I'm not mistaken. There was, like, 28 in the U18 division and, like, 20, 22, I think, in U15. Like, that's a big bracket, man. So, to even get through to the crossover round, like, in U15, there was a team, like, I know the Rage, they didn't make it. You had to finish top 10. Mm. And the team that made it over them had two ties and they had one. So, like, you can see my point here mm. being, like, anything can happen in that scenario. So, to win that tournament is a big deal. Oh, my God, yes. A big deal. Very big deal. I remember going to it. They stressed about it for, like, months before. Mm -hmm. Just Monktonian. Here we go. When the schedule came out, we knew our matchup. Like, you're studying who we're playing against. Yeah, it was big, a very big deal. Yeah, big time. Very, very big deal. But no, that's sick. That's awesome. Armada's going to have a target on their back now, though. They're the mm -hmm. team that won the Monktonian. So now it's, and, it doesn't yeah. get easier. And they won Provincial, so they're kind of back-to-back -back champs. Someone's tried to, the Voyagers won Ice Jam last year. That was the last time someone kind of dethroned them. Wow. Yeah. There's so many storylines leading up. I just love this. Like, As much as you don't wish time to fly by, time flies by when you're having fun and just mm -hmm. going through these uh, stories and, 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 and uh, I don't know topic whatever just there's so much to do so much to talk about so much to see so much to stream so much to mic up it's just there, there's so many <laughs> things and it, you, time just flies by but you're like i said you're grinning ear to ear as you're going through this it's just it's fun it's a blast it's one thing we always talk about is like the process of all this like because there's you know i think of guys like uh like the guys that play u11 double and then they move up to u13 triple like bodog and those guys but you're starting to see them come up now like as we get more teams the process is the oh I, I remember him playing like that weir kid owen weir he played in the buster harvey last year he scored a sick goal we have a video of him doing a sick selly and then he's at the spring hockey and now he's playing u13 triple a and it's just like watching these players progress and it's just from a commentator standpoint it's great because now you can give the listeners or the viewers a little bit more insight on where they came from where, you know what you remember from yeah. their play so for us to be able to just like watch these players and you, you and i just remember everything mm. and to watch them grow and grow and grow and then some players fall off unfortunately you don't hear from them but they to get bigger and bigger and we're, we're basically just following them and giving them proof of what they're doing so yeah. it's really really cool from like a non-business side of like a being a hockey fan mm. It's it's really cool to watch because there is a shit ton of talent around. Here, oh yeah, like, I, at the end of each weekend, I'll go in and look at the stats for the weekend, who scored in what game, because it's like we've got half the leagues for half the teams for some of these leagues. Mm -hmm. It's all kind of relevant and interesting. So you sure. know, we got the big tournament, the Ice Jam. So it all kind of pulls together very nicely. I agree. It's, it's exciting. It's one of the favorite things about the job. Hundred percent, sure. yeah, definitely. Agreed. And it'll only get better as time goes. Mm -hmm. Think about it. And then guys go to the NHL. It's like, man, I knew that guy. Buddy, Cole he Chandler. Armada, he played for the know? Barons. The there first game know. I ever streamed. Now he's lighting it up in the queue. And he you played U17. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. So it's fun. It definitely is uh, from a hockey fan standpoint and from the business standpoint. It's great, man. Yeah. Lots of lots of stuff to talk about. We could You could basically have a whole show yeah, on just the Atlantic Hockey Canada or Atlantic Canada. Not a bad idea, dude. Oh. It's going to be a lot more work. <laughs> <laughs> like on your mind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, no, awesome weekend. Great. Uh, I just love it. I love every second about it. Marshawn post. You guys see that? Well, of course I did. I love Marshawn. We, I always have this debate with this other, not, I don't have the debate. Maybe it's in my own head, but the, when you're, when you're posting something to social media, like you don't really have to, the, the, the best captions come to you quick. You don't sit there and, 20 minutes what should i say well this so you know dudes you're like that i just dudes what should this be if you say it really quickly you know it's going to be great right. if you got to think about it not the best yeah, yeah. so i was thinking the Marchand <laughs> post i saw bob your Marchand sitting there on the bench looking at a practice in boston the banners hanging up i just boom two legends in boston yesterday simple. you know simple clean to the point 
the reaction <laughs> from people. Not so simple. The just the jealousy. I, I don't know what it was. Two heirs. Obviously Marshawn and Bobby Orr are two different heirs, but people, you can't compare Bobby Orr to Brad Marchand, obviously. And you weren't. Um, I wasn't. <laughs> Two different, obviously, Bobby Orr had so much more impact on the game of hockey than Brad Marchand did, obviously. But Brad Marchand is going to be in the Hall of Fame, and Brad Marchand's jersey is going to be hanging at TD Garden in 10, 20 years. So it will be retired. So don't, I'm allowed to say a legend in Brad Marchand. I understand that people have a lot more, you know, connection to Bob Yor, mm-hmm. especially the people on Facebook who might be in the older ages who got to watch him or their grandfather watched him, whatever it may be. But holy smokes, the people that got upset about that. And he's like, we're a Nova Scotia company. Brad Marchand's from Nova Scotia. Mm, yeah. What do you, what, you know, what do you want me to say? Bob Yor, the legend, and Brad Marchand, the rat the in, Bo- in Boston. Like, what do you want, what do you want from me here? That would be a great caption. You know, I'm out here just trying to do my best. How are you going to get mad at a guy for doing his best? He's trying. I say this all the time. How are you going to knock a guy for trying? I'm trying. <laughs> Brad Marchand is not a legend. Oh, you are? He definitely yeah. is. Oh, he yeah. is a legend. Oh, you man. are? <laughs> Typing it out. He's not a legend. What have you done? What, you, Send me my power bills. Anyways, I'm not going to let that ruin my day, but everyone relax. Take a breath. Everything's fine. <laughs> Bobby Orr's a legend in his own right in a different category. Brad Marchand's a legend in his own right in a different category. Exactly. Okay, I got that off my chest. Do you want to add to anything? I would, there's a couple things to dissect quickly. First thing is the fact that people are even bitching about it says everything you need to know because no one complains about a, a irrelevant player being posted, right? So there you go. The guy's a legend. He's And if you want to break it down, if he's not an NHL legend, he's a Nova Scotia legend. Mm. I don't give a shit if you hate him, you like him. You talk to any player coming up and you give them his story, that's something inspiring. It's something that you can go, okay, look, maybe a guy like me, I thought I couldn't do this, but now you get to look at this. It's a Nova Scotia legend. His number's going to be retired in minor hockey. His number will be retired with the Dartmouth Subways, and you can bank that, as well as in the NHL. So, yes, he is a legend, and it's Bobby Orr. And then the second thing is that, with all that being said, we do appreciate you commenting and, and bitching on it, but yeah, uh, that's kind of the whole right? point too. Because yeah. yeah. you yeah. want the interaction yeah. still, like yeah, yeah. yeah. still have fans Controversy and stuff out there. Right? Controversy creates cash. Yeah, you know right. what? Maybe they're right. Maybe Brad isn't a legend, so keep commenting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> Next, you're gonna be posting yeah. anyone. This guy's a legend. Yeah, yeah I know. That's what I, any photo, this guy's a legend. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, so that should make you feel a little bit better, right? <laughs> But I do agree because I love Marshawn, and obviously, if you know me, you know that that's my style of play, and that's why I love him. But it's the it's the optics from the player standpoint here in minor hockey, where you can, it's like they they always say this in the female game, and and it's so right. If you can see it, you can be it. It's one of the most cliche lines, but if you can, like, relate to something or, or just see it, you go, okay, well, that is attainable. I can do this. Mm. You know what I mean? So for him to be able to do that for a place like Nova Scotia, I know Sid did it before him, but you still need the players to keep coming through. If a one-shot deal is not going to mm. paint a picture for anybody, right? It's just like, oh, he's a random talent. And another another thing I will say about the Boston Bruins organization, they're not giving that seat to anyone. Mm. Zidane Ochara, Patrice Bergeron. <laughs> you know those names? Brad Marchand. <laughs> those two names before Brad aren't uh, legends, aren't going to go down as some of the best hockey players to ever lace them up the the boston Great bruins point. aren't just giving a c to a guy that he has he's a, he has an okay presence in the room he he talks to the media average you know he, he he the way he conducts himself outside of the rink is okay no the boston bruins are an original six franchise that c is like gold you're not giving that to someone who has not deserved it on every level he's deserved it when he comes to uh, playing on the ice for sure We've all seen it. Overtime goals, steps up in big moments, mm-hmm. yada, yada. But you don't get that C just by being a great hockey player. You do not get that C just by being a good hockey player. you got to do a lot more outside of the rink. you got to do a lot more inside the room. Mm. You need to do a lot of things to get that C. And uh, and he's a legend, so stop. Yeah, so right, man. It, you it, it, that's such a good breakdown of the captain. Like, it's not about, this isn't Adam A where, you know, you're the best player on the team and you get, no, and I'm the, not shitting on Adam A. I'm just saying that's more or less how it goes, the right? the Boston Bruins. Yeah, and it, by no means did they even have to give a captain out, Belly. They didn't. That's the type of organization that would do that. They that's wouldn't right. just, okay, you're the C because we don't have a C. You're, the, yeah. the, the Boston 
especially he's on the later part of his career, right? Mm-hmm. That was the, kind of the debate at the beginning was, well, are they going to give it to a guy that's kind of on the back nine, they say, mm-hmm. or you just like the, the Leafs did it. They didn't give a captain out until Tavares showed up. So there's no reason. And like you said, Boston, one of the most cherished organizations in the world, isn't just going to go, oh, yeah, he's a dickhead. Well, let's give him the C, though, because he does good things every now and then. He, uh, I also noticed how he speaks to the media. Very uh, leaderishy. Just very talks with purpose mm-hmm. rather than I'm trying to get out of here because my wife's in the car. I got to go. Yeah. Like very just like when the, I think, cause that's the whole reason Bobby Orr was there. It was like a legends night and they retired their banner from, right. it was something like that. And a media member asked Brad, like, how do you feel about this past, uh, you know, 48 hours of having the alumni here and yada, yada. And the way he answered was so professional saying, yeah, it's important that we carry tradition here in Boston to have these legends here and to show them that, this organization still carries through the lessons that were taught it means the world to me. It means to the world. It means the world to the players that are here. It was something like that. Just very mature and, uh, and, and to the point, just something that you can't teach overnight, especially to like national news. Like you can't give a rookie that question. No, you can't just give anyone on the team that question. You give Brad Marchand that question. You're going to get a detailed answer. And mm-hmm. he knocked it out of the park. Anyway, so just to see those comments, like, calm down, buddy. Also, how effective is he it, if he makes people at home hate him? Yeah. Well, that's the thing that, you know, <laughs> yeah. they, they will. those people will never get that. But they'll be the first person there at one of his autograph sessions, probably. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> right? Brad, I hate you. Will you sign this, though? <laughs> <laughs> My nephew loves you, so. Yeah, do you have something to say, Jeff? Oh, sorry. Not quite. No, okay. I agree. I agree. Shoot. Do I'm you want fan. to talk about the, the ref? Or, no, the coach? Oh, in Brookfield? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I do. I just want to honestly bitch about it is what I want to do, kind of. But I don't know. If you haven't heard, um, on Saturday there was an incident at the Don Henderson Memorial Sportsplex is what it's called in Brookfield. Um, great spot. Good people working there. Anyways, there was a U11, if I'm, my facts are correct, it was a rec league game. Um, and there was a dispute about a call of some sort. And a coach essentially just attacked the ref on the ice. I won't get into detail because I don't know the detail, but that's what happened. And then later, if the post is correct, that has been circling, approached the same coach or the same ref in the hallway and continued to do the same thing. So obviously the police were called. He was arrested, um, but he was like released or whatever on conditions. Can't go to minor hockey, which I don't think, in my opinion, he should ever be able um, to even enter a minor hockey sanctioned event at all or maybe even a rink because that is absolutely ridiculous and my main point is i'll try and keep this as short as i can number one officials without them you can't play the game and i'm not saying that because i am an official because i was the hardest on them ever but i never once attacked them i've wanted to not attack them but you at some point you get so angry you're like i just want to hit somebody or something but you can't follow through on that and if you're a father and you have a kid on the team and you go and attack the ref you don't think that's going to scar your kid? There was kids crying on the ice. The next game didn't get to play because the ref got attacked. So it was a 32-year-old guy. The ref was 32? No, the coach. How old was the ref? 27. Know? But the, those that doesn't really it would be different if he attacked a 14-year-old. I think of two things. I thought of, okay, probably young linesmen with them because for those games, a lot of the time you put a more senior guy as the ref and you bring younger officials out, some green, green armband type deal officials, get them into the lower ages, work them up. Are you going to want to go back to the rink as a 14-year-old linesman after watching this complete psychopath give a shit enough about a U11 game on a Saturday morning that he had to attack an official? Like, let that sink into your brain. Like, what is this? Like, what could you... It's Saturday. Yeah, I know times are tough, but what could you be so mad about? And my main, main point before I sign off on this topic is I don't give a shit if it's the NHL, the World Series... U11, U18, Major Bantam, whatever, that play that you are disputing to such a degree that you get enraged to fight the official doesn't matter. It does not matter in the grand scheme of things. It does not matter. What, because the, the you guys lost 3-2 on a Saturday morning? Who gives a shit? Grow up. If you're one of these parents and you're getting mad at the officials, this is for you too. You don't have to attack them, but verbally attacking people is just as bad. It makes you not want to ref. It makes you not want to go to the rink. And you're going to scare these people. Use your head. People like this shouldn't be allowed in the rink ever. And that's all I'll say. Idiots. 
Oh, it's tough. You hate to see that because we've all been in the scenario where you've seen that, been a part of it, yada, yada. Oh, it's tough. Right? Like, picture your kid, picture your dad going yeah. out and beating the shit out of the rap belly. I'm embarrassed. And you're sitting on, like, I don't want right, to. you're embarrassed. You don't want to go back. Everyone knows that's your dad. Yeah. Right? Like, especially the coach. Like, I'm not saying a parent coming out of the stands would be better, but a coach. What are you doing? Like, you're supposed to be leading these kids and you're supposed to be giving them an opportunity to do something fun and enjoyable and you're trying to help them learn to be better humans and better hockey players and somewheres to go and, and almost lash out positively and you're going to do that what are you doing yeah. who let this guy behind the bench yeah. you know that's the other thing it's ridiculous that's tough there's so much to go into but i just wanted to get my piece out because that's there's really no, it's no been f- rattling me no footage of it eh? not yet yeah. another point hire us for streaming there you go <laughs> there's always a there's business. always a positive yeah there's, there's always, always a business point <laughs> uh, thank you no, for letting that, me do that i feel better tough. no no worries no worries um like so you know that sucks um should well it's a tough transition do you want to move into sid in the point streak i think we should something more positive yeah okay we can fine wine that's right like aging ageless wonder a the ageless wonder Sid's on a, I think right now, 13, 12 game point streak, I think it is right now. Did he get a point? Actually, man, I, I should, before I go on this rant, let me check the Vegas game last night. Let's everybody hold peak. tight. Everybody hold tight. I love this. He did not. <laughs> he was plus one, though. And he had two pims, actually. So there you go. <laughs> He's on the score sheet anyway. Sick, <laughs> Sick rant. Yeah, I know. That. Uh, the but regardless, it stopped last night. <laughs> Well, regardless, he's still a stud. Mm-hmm. Just making people better. Just in the play. Just doing things that he was doing when he was 18, 19 years old in the league. Getting those awkward random tips like that going top left. He's How many more years do he have his contract? Three years left, I think? I'm not sure on that. I'm not a contract guy unless I go home and play chill. That's no, all good. Didn't, but, uh, didn't uh, Graves get his first goal, though? Yes, he did. Yeah, yeah. 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 Got shout out to Maritime Hockey, yeah. our partner. That's how I knew that one. Yeah, Graves did get his first goal. That's a guy who's carved out his way uh, in the NHL just by getting uh, getting in the places where maybe not a lot of people want to get to. But he's a big body, so no one wants to go around him, to be fair. Nope. But my God, uh, no, that's awesome for him to get that goal a nice little goal in the slot too he pinched up perfect timing Beautiful. perfect timing just chucked her in there and i think yeah right away not right away but i love whenever maritime guys score like on twitter it's just like you know yarmouth's own like, like, <laughs> sometimes even pittsburgh will do it like but when you get guys to score from other parts of the world it's just like oh he scored <laughs> because they know here in atlantic canada if, if you mention something like uh you know, just a place. Nova Scotian, yada yada scores. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fredericton's own. Like <laughs> yeah. that whole community would just like yeah. retweet, share, you'll, yada yada. You'll get a retweet from High Button. Oh hell that's yeah, that's the case. hundred <laughs> percent. So it's, it's just it's just so funny when you, even all during the broadcast. Like I don't know if you notice, like Newhook, whenever he's playing, whenever he touches the puck. It's it's not Alex Newhook has it in the corner. It's Newfoundland's own Newhook with, <laughs> yeah. with a pass to the point. Like it's it's never just uh you're right. and you're same so with right. Baron in Montreal. It's just you know Halifax's own. It's, yeah. it's always a little it's like, yeah. It's like those old NHL games where some of the players would have like a little thing beforehand, and they would every time you'd score with them, it would just be the same little tidbit of information. Yeah, every time. Yeah, and you just get to know these players due to their like their NHL fourteen like sound bites. It's hilarious. I wonder if it has anything to do with like the commentators going up to the players like underneath the tunnel because Maritimers were I, I'd like to think we're pretty approachable people and if you're a commentator getting ready to commentate a game you're looking for maybe a little inside scoop and if you're a commentator who are you going to approach the guy with the smile on his face you know right. the guy with the smile on his face you know nine times out of ten is usually the guy from the Maritimes <laughs> so when you're looking for a little something you just go hey you know how you feeling? What's going on today? How's the, how the boys doing in the room? A little something. And the Maritime guys, you know, mo- you most likely will give you something. They'll give you a little timbit, a little nugget. I'll let you know how he's feeling. And I think that goes a long way, and it shows on these broadcasts. Like, uh, who is it for TSN? Gord Miller. Gord Miller has so many facts. Just a oh. little, you know, Maritimers. Because I think that this community, well, he's a big World Juniors guy, yeah. too, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure, isn't he? Yes, he is. So just things like that. He's just, uh, I don't know. There's definitely a connection between the broadcast booth and the Maritimers that are playing pro hockey. For it's sure. great to see. You see it on TSN all the time, Sportsnet too. Ken Reed, big big advocate for for Nova Scotia. Actually, oh. shout out to Ken. Just dropped his uh, his new book and just got off. Uh, oh, you just got off a Maritime uh, 
little road trip there. A little swing. A little swing. He was at all the rinks around here, getting the getting the book signed, pictures with fans. It was great to see. Sorry we couldn't make it out if you're listening, but no, it was great to see. Maritime hockey, man. It's a good thing. And that's what makes them legends. Who? Boom. All of them. The Our Sean, the crew. That's yeah, right. that's true. <laughs> um, was well, it? Yeah, yeah, oh my God, yeah. What was I going to say? It's part of growing the game, though, too, right? Like, these guys know, like, they know the impact they're having here, right? And it's almost a little bit of pressure on them is to help grow the game. Like you said, you want, like, the the kids here want to see the players from here on TSN, on whatever. When you see that face come up, you're like, oh, yeah. you know, like, that guy's played minor hockey here. Like, the kids from, like, think of it being a small town from Yarmouth. I know they got, like, Jody Shelley already, but, like, Graves is really kind of the next thing that went through. So it's, especially for the small, like, rural communities or the smaller cities. Yeah. It's huge, yeah. and it's like, a, and it's something that these players they they wear with pride. Yeah, and I like that the broadcasting uh, companies have picked up on it. Yeah, like I love that they know how to promote it as well. Maybe mm-hmm. they don't like, they're not huge on it, but like they know how to chuck a little something out there yeah. to make us people in Atlantic Canada happy. Mm-hmm. They just they they know how to chuck out a little quick reference, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden twenty thousand people can relate to that little reference, and then we all smile. Grab your screech, folks. Alex, new hooks on a heater. Yeah. You know, right? just literally, exactly. That's a great example. Just yeah. a little something like that. And it, it's good. It's sick. I, I love it. We're easy to please around here, man. You just got to give oh us a little, God. right? Talk just... talk about the dome or something on the broadcast. They yeah. always talk about the nightlife, man, the lower in Halifax. The lower, lower deck. deck. Yeah. yeah. That's always the case. Well, yeah. we're out of that world now, but it yeah. is. That's Halifax is known for one of the better party cities in the in Canada for sure man there's so much thing you go down two streets you can hit 40 bars buddy like, Drake Batherson said it on this podcast just a few months ago same thing well, he said Brady Kachuk and them they they want to get to Halifax yeah. do the lower deck it's super important to them yeah, and you know when time. you're going in a bar here you're going to have some good chatter and people are like maritimers for the most part are pretty good at like kind of letting you breathe you know like they know that you're you're a big dog. Everybody's aware of that, but they don't. There's the odd person that'll fangirl, and especially if you have one too many wobbly pops, you could get a little extra emotional with the person. But um, they kind of let you breathe. Like from what I've noticed, even seeing them around the rinks and stuff, you just look from afar, and people are like, "Hey, how you doing?" Maybe quick picture. We love love watching Ottawa this year or whatever, and then mm-hmm. that's it. They move on. Right? Yeah. So Sid's always said that about here. Yeah. Respectful. That's why he comes back here. Well, it's also his home, but. <laughs> I mean, yeah, too. that has a factor, I guess. <laughs> but no, it's uh, it's great to see. I just got man, going into uh, going into Christmas, I got to get Coleman on here at World Junior Talk. It's not it's a little too early for World Junior Talk, yep. Because maybe some tears might come up, we will get a little emotional. So we're mm. not gonna hit that right now because that's that's it feels like yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was the best. I'm still trying to find all my gear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am. It's not a joke. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, but uh, yeah, if we sick. How much time are we at right now? Forty-seven. Forty-three. That's pretty close. Not bad at Tick all. Talk. Um, I got. Uh, okay, no, I, we we already we already covered that right there. I was gonna say we'll, we'll talk about the ref, but we got the ref there. Yeah. Um. Well, I guess then we'll we'll have to talk about what's coming up with us. Or we can just go quickly about the benefit game that we were a part of yeah fundraiser do you want to lead the way on that yep i just wanted to basically thank them for having us i know darcy and his crew darcy campbell give him a shout out great guy known for a long time he reached out and just wanted to have us there it was a benefit game for the Braden bannister foundation who was a young guy that passed away in east hance just due to a like random heart condition if i'm not mistaken i hope i did that justice but regardless they wanted to have a game um between the local rcmp officers and the high school team which didn't sound like much at the beginning, but we were happy to obviously be there, especially where we have some ties in East Hans. Obviously, I live there, but we stream some of their games and yada, yada. Um, packed house is the first thing I'll say. Oh, the, my the, God. Like, it was jammed. I thought I, of Atlantics. I was exactly. Like, I hope it's like um, Roxy's was bumping. Shout out to Roxy's. Um, but the whole goal of the Braden Bannister Foundation and this game as a whole was to raise money and awareness, of course, to get the AED machines into the schools and rinks in East Hans because everybody knows it's a little bit more rural than the core of the city so that was their objective I did hear rumblings of somewhere between the mid thousands for money um, the other thing I'll say is shout out to the guy who won the 50-50 donated all of his money back except for his tickets wow. um, but they did a great job there was a smoke machine there was intros they had young kids that they incorporated carrying the flags they had the all the flags that were out there Canada Nova Scotia and the 
I hope I say this right, the Mi'kmaqi flag, Odump there. Um, so they had kids in it. It was absolutely packed. Smoke the machine. The atmosphere was incredible. It was a great game. The RCMP actually pulled out the win, and their goalie was absolutely dynamite. I don't know her name. I know her first name was Layla. She got MVP. She got MVP, which was a cool part that they made us incorporate. So we at High Button Sports here got to choose the player of the games, and I got to actually hand them out physically to the players, which was a cool moment. Doesn't sound like much maybe to the average person, but to be considered even to want to be there um, was really cool. And the other thing was we donated a swag bag for the Chuck-a-Puck winner, which they had, which was another good idea. So basically in whole, great, great, great event. Would do it in a heartbeat. I had so much fun on the ice lining it. It was fun. They did penalty shots for the penalties. Um, shout out to J.P. Harvey. People were mauling over him if that's the correct term they loved him the high school players were rattled that he was on the ice so much but got to give him his his cookie on here too um but yeah just want to thank them for having us it was great i know people really appreciated it and uh i look forward to the next one because i can't imagine them not doing it again man that community loves hockey that's all i could think about just the you get a good hockey game going get a smoke machine going a good playlist some good product on the ice you're gonna get people to turn out and i just when I, like when we were out there in that little tunnel there just shooting the shit i i didn't even really look up i was or the conversation was good. I wasn't even thinking about what was going on. But then when I went over to like where the Zamboni was and I turned my head to the left and I looked at the stands, I was like, there's like maybe three, 400 people here right now. There's Almost 800, I think. Eight, like there was a lot of people there. And like you said, the bar was rocking up there. And then naturally you just automatically think of Atlantics. And I go, man, Atlantics is going to be juiced. Mm -hmm. This is going to be great hockey. So I don't know. The wheels are spinning. You just, yeah, I don't know. You try to live in the moment, but it's hard not to think about the future and what's coming up there. It's just, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a great event and it's going to be a great rink to host it in. Absolutely. It's going to be uh dynamite. We'll do everything in our power to promote people to get there as well. So yeah, that's you, a great you, spot. You Airbnb your house, make some money on it. <laughs> I think Wig I mean? wants to try. So Why there you go. Right and there. also the bridge. Alt texted me last night, a little update, breaking news. That's where the graphic goes. Um, Alt said you can probably walk across the bridge, which obviously means you can't drive across it, but. We're going to do a little more uh, in-depth uh, recon work on it. So it'll <laughs> definitely be done for Atlantics is what I'm saying. Jump on it. Yeah, go walk across. See if you fall and wear your rubber boots just in case, you know. But, yeah, no, it's across the land to land now. So things are looking up. And that'll uh, really change things for the community for I also sure. noticed there's no name for that bridge. You should name it. So you just want me to just go do it like on my own? or Just like, like yeah, bring a bottle of like champagne. You break it over the bridge and you, you say, uh, I declare this bridge. Yada yada bridge. I mean, I'm down for sure. We could film it, get a whole press conference going. Something. Cody Boyce Bridge. Well, that's a little far. <laughs> we could get Cody to come out though. It's official if Cody's there. That's right, a little red tape cut. Yeah, exactly. I but, like that. Let's you know, do it. we can name it after something. The ten minute bridge, the cut ten minutes off the bridge. Yeah, we'll, we'll revisit. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll we'll do some homework. Regardless, we'll figure yeah. it out. Exactly. Um, but okay, do we want to talk about this weekend or we're good? Yeah, we'll get the just some U15 hockey pretty much on the go. U13. Couple, couple of U13s and uh, Cape Breton West Islanders playing Steel Subaru. So actually our two teams playing against each other cool. in Almaguinness Arena. Back-to-back -back days, back-to-back -back games. So awesome. keep an eye out for that. Wicked. All right, well, everyone listening, you know, once again, thank you very much. I love this job. I know we all... Uh, appreciate the downloads and the people viewing the oh, people yes. listening whatever it is the people coming up to us saying great work we uh i say it time and time again and i probably will say it till this podcast is over we don't have jobs unless uh unless you guys interact with us so appreciate it thank you enjoy the week monday work hard have fun we are out peace My father was a fisherman, just like his dad before. We sailed our boat from Killybegs off Ireland's northwest shore. And sometimes when the gales would blow, it would make your heart stand still. But tomorrow, boys, it's back to sea again. The stories that the old men told of dark nights out at sea. Would raise the hair upon your neck I know they did to me 
They would tell of storms and monster whales And strange lights in the sky But I always saw the sparkle in their eyes At early morn we'd start our day Each sailor at his post we drop the nets into the swell and watch the cart boys float And in our hearts a silent prayer for a bumper haul next day We'd fill the holes and then be on our way Heave away, all away Heave away, back to sea again then sitting round the table with me father and his mates A cup of tea, a hearty meal served on the Knowlton plate Then Joe would play his concertina much to our delight And we'd sing old shanty songs into the night into the boat with North Atlantic cut. My father standing at the helm would give a knowing nod. And as the fish would fill the holes, the seagulls told the tale. We're loaded up and heading home again. into the dock they haul the fish away we throw the nets onto the wall to mend another day then it's into town and to the pubs with stories, songs and tales but tomorrow boys it's back to sea again 